0: And I sang with all my might. She said, "Tell me, are you a Christian child?" And I said, "Ma'am, I am tonight." Da 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 da
1: all right so uh here we go uh the show is uh starting yippee uh i'm kind of uh, uh don't have that much more material in this particular week other than to sort of go over current events uh so some of the current events are uh people should uh listen to dimitri's show from uh L- last week because he has some sort of uh theory of of a whole i don't know what the hell the guy's saying but he he's going off uh big time on not blowing smoke uh and uh some sort of uh i don't know but it seems to be dimitri is uh pounding his chest so uh if, if you want to listen to that uh on his last show start at about 94 minutes in and uh you'll hear what it is uh he also went on with uh with uh, the Vaping Legion and had a discussion there. Um, and then I had gone on last week with Vapor Joe and had a sort of a discussion of where I think that Vape Shop should be going. So there's all of that material that's out there if you want to listen to it. Uh, and then there's the season two finale, uh, which is a. Which I have to say, I'm going to say it's the best show. It 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 is worthy of a season finale. I've got an interview with uh, Cynthia Cabrera talking about all the uh, the dynamics. I'll use that word. Uh, there's a lot of dynamic things that are going on in this industry, and part of the dynamicism, dynamicism, dynamic, dynamicism. There is a word that, that 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 comes out like that. It's dynamicism. Di- part of the dynamics are uh of what have been going on in this industry are uh you know all of the the drama but i'm gonna call it dynamics now uh and so you can hear about some of the stuff that that caused uh what's going on i am uh uh, my my feelers are uh are 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 sensing that uh you know safada is going to be doing some sort of new announcements of some sort uh you know um i'm getting bogged down here a little bit uh there is all of that information that is out there for people to listen to uh to get some of the history but but at this point uh nothing really matters and maybe i can get that clip uh why don't i try and get that clip so i'll have that uh in the so uh Sorry for this. Hey, come on. Look, it just because we're losing doesn't mean it's all over. Cut the crap, Morty. I mean, the Mohawks have beaten us the last 12 years. They're going to beat us again. That's just the attitude we don't need,
0: Phil. Sure, Mohawk has beaten us 12 years in a row. Sure, they're terrific athletes. They've got the best equipment that money can buy. Hell, every team they're sending over here has their own personal masseuse. Not masseur. Masseuse. but it doesn't matter do you know that every mohawk competitor has an electrocardiogram blood and urine tests every 48 hours to see if there's any change in his physical condition do you know that they use the most sophisticated training methods from the soviet union east and west germany and the newest olympic power trinidad and tobago but it doesn't matter it just doesn't matter it just doesn't matter I tell you, it just doesn't matter! 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 Just doesn't matter. Just doesn't matter.
1: What, what can I say? Uh, the stuff that really doesn't matter is, is a lot of what the definition of uh, of tobacco is going to be, uh, or whether vaping is not uh, going to be a part of that, because it's it's already happened. It it doesn't matter uh, because the, the the train has flown, the the horses have jumped over the gates, uh, the uh, the ship has left the dock. Uh, it's it's all it's all now in the hands of the courts, uh, and the FDA is proceeding ahead. So you can basically be in denial that that's happening and think that a lawsuit is going to come and save the day miraculously, and there is a chance of that. But that chance is one in twenty, and so if you're a vapor company, you probably—I'm just going to go out on a limb here and say—you probably can't, you know, uh, bank your kids' orthodontics appointments on uh, on whether uh, on a one in ten or a, or more likely a, a a one in twenty chance of uh, success so on the federal side there's not that much else uh to be done but compliance and obviously that's my whole gig uh that's that's what i've been saying for a long time and uh i've doubled down tripled down quadrupled down that's where i think it's going to be at um so there there's you know i don't want to go over all the stuff that was in the last show Uh, So now it's really going to be down to state battles and taxes. And so taxes are going to be the big thing. We saw what happened in uh, Pittsburgh. We saw what has happened in Chicago. And we know that those things can happen immediately. While we have uh, Safada going around uh, saying that uh, people can't fill coils, uh, can't fill tanks, they can't build coils and all this other stuff. And these companies are or some of them are claiming that they're going to go out of business because of this, uh, these, uh, these false impressions. Uh, I can't believe that uh, because I can't believe that any company that wasn't already in a situation where it was going out of business, there's nothing that hasn't, there's nothing that has significantly changed since 8-8 that would cause any company to go out of business. Uh, So whatever, uh, you know, whatever dilemmas that business was having already existed. Now, for people in pennsylvania that's not the case at all there there's big news that happened there with this 40 percent tax that also includes a a tax on their existing inventory if they're going to continue to stay in business so that's that's all real what happened in chicago is all real and so what's going about to happen in california is all very very real so i want to you know move the focus over into proposition 56 now as we know uh there is a lot of people out there uh that are companies in california now so i've seen some people uh that uh i think are new york based uh that have said well you know california has more than their their own to, to solve their own problems and uh you know we're not going to donate any money or we're not going to lift a finger uh It's pretty much lift a finger uh, for anybody in California. Now, I disagree with that approach uh, because this is a ballot measure, and a ballot measure requires that you have a majority of voters. And so the majority of voters can only be reached either from advertising, news stories, uh, or What our best options are going to be are to tap them on the shoulder and go, yeah, you know, we've been friends a long time, and uh, you know, I I know that you're a person that normally votes in election, and or or maybe you say, I I think that you're there's a good chance you'll be voting in this election. So all I wanted to do is I don't want to talk about the top of the ticket, I don't want to talk about the bottom of the ticket. There's just this one proposition that if you can do me a favor, I want you to. Uh, vote against Proposition 56 and I want you to tell all of your friends to do the same and I'd like you to do that on social media and I'd like you to, to you know maybe put out an update on your thing saying that uh, if anybody likes me uh, you know say say it's a girl and then you can do a good good guilt trip you know maybe they have a, a ton of guy followers and you know maybe some of these uh, you know uh, hot little numbers have 5,000 guys <laughs> following them uh, it's it, it's a brave new world folks uh it actually you know who would think but if they would say to all of their followers uh for them to actually to vote against proposition 56 and do the same so uh, you know there are uh vape models out there that i will be trying to reach out to they'll be uh everything so as people know i've got this uh i've been trying to work on the whole pmta thing that that model has now shifted into plan b plan b is to do uh has a line of liquids called uh we vape we vote and so obviously the whole name of we vape we vote is an implied threat because if you don't do the right thing we're going to get you politicians now Unfortunately, or fortunately, we'll see how it goes, California is a ballot measure, so we really need to go, it's the same voting public, but we need to do, uh, it's a popular vote here. It's a, literally a popular vote. It's not like you have a state senator that has a location that, that you can pinpoint. Uh, and for example, Greg Conley did some pinpointing in New Mexico, I believe it was. It was either New Mexico or Arizona, uh, where he did pinpointing and, they, and he literally was knocking on doors and they were able to, to remove a person from from like 800 votes or, or some some sort of silly small number. I mean, I, I literally used to have a paper route. I used to knock on, you know, a whole bunch of doors every single day. Uh, so... 800 is an easy number um so that's what the we vape we vote thing is trying to do it's trying to be a threat and that threat has to be connected into follow through and the logic of doing the follow through is that if you can organize the vape shops to organize their customers that their customers will then use the social media to affect the votes now I'm trying to do this on a sort of a longer haul and then now Proposition 56 is rare as its ugly head, and so I'm going to try and put all of that support there. So if it fails in California or if it succeeds in California on this no on Proposition 56, uh, it will be a testament of what Vapors can do in the future in California. So as what I'm saying uh, is that if California falls to this proposition, it will cause a ripple and a domino effect throughout the rest of the nation Uh, now there's people that have thought that this would happen with uh, they would thought it would happen in New York when New York did its things but that's not how the world works New York is not a trendsetter New York has their own thing that people do things in New York. It's the, the Big Apple, blah, blah, blah. And they are unique unto themselves. They've got their own things. Heck, they still have sidewalks that they use. They When they built the boroughs and they decided to build the freeways, there's a fantastic show on PBS, that they still have these sidewalks and there's still a sort of a sense of community in in uh, New York, which is marvelous because it's a gigantic city. But what happens in New York does not cascade through the rest of the nation. It just doesn't. And if somebody wants to show me how something in New York, uh, how the soda tax that they instilled and and all these other crazy things that Bloomberg uh, pushed off, how those things have rippled across the country, it didn't happen. Uh, And what has happened in Chicago, that they've destroyed and killed all of the vape shops that are selling nicotine e-liquids by having an 85 cents uh, tax in chicago that did not ripple across the nation either in fact it's so uh, well it's so not well understood that most people don't even think it exists if you were to ask uh if you were to ask a uh, hundred advocates because we have some sort of advocate class in vaping if you were to ask a hundred uh, uh advocates i would say that uh I, I want to say 70% wouldn't have a clue to what's going on in Chicago right now. Uh, it's just abysmal the, the amount of attention that Chicago has gotten. So uh, I went over the taxes on what it would cost uh, for a bottle. So uh, it seems now uh, 60 mils is the, uh, is the uh, new 30 mils. So if I times that by 0.85 cents, if you're in Chicago... Uh, the city, there's a $51 tax on uh, on e liquids. A 60ml bottle has a $51 tax right now in Chicago, and barely a person has screamed bloody murder. And I have I've tried to say it as much as I could, and and one of the reasons is that uh, this group VTA is out of Chicago, and and if they can't, you know, Tony Boone is out of Chicago. And if he's working on this whole national picture and trying to, you know, to really crack the whip and get the whole country organized because VTA has state chapters now and, and all sorts of stuff uh, and, and they, and they want to have the first vaping win, if they're going to do that, great. Please. But at the same time, you can't say you're going to do that and then have people go, well, what the shit just happened in Chicago? And then when Tony Boone answers the question wait a second nobody's even asked them the question people just you know follow like blind little drones because they think that vta is is in a you know and again there's there are some you know wonderful accomplished people on the board i have no problem with the board but i do have a big problem with this whole rustle and tussle that went about uh going after uh you know a safada and how you have a splinter group and all this stuff and, and you know if you listen to the the finale you'll get a, you'll get a large portion of what that's all about and if you listen to uh Dimitri on the Vaping Legion, which is uh if you type in vaping Legion dimitri agrophonis uh on uh you know on on YouTube, you'll get to listen to that whole thing if you want to hear it and all of that stuff was just a, a gigantic bunch of wasted energy effort and just a whole flurry. And uh, a flurry of nothingness, and you know, it hasn't produced squat. Now there's something going on in Indiana right now, uh, and again, if you're listening to this, uh, I would recommend that you might want to opt off and get off right now and listen to Amy Lane, who was uh, having some lawyers on there. If you go to the Smoke Free Network, uh, which is Dimitri's network, and you can listen to her interview. Uh, oh, let's see, I think I've already closed it down, but it's the uh, the person, the lawyer from Good Cap. Uh, good cat, C-A-T, and uh, the, also uh, the lawyer that uh, ha- uh, was one of the people involved with the federal lawsuit. There was a lawyer involved with the federal lawsuit named Greg Troutman, and uh, also that was the right-to-be-smoke-free case. They, they both worked in conjunction together, and that case failed, uh, and it's now being appealed. Uh, but he's also going to be on that, and then there, you know, in, in Indiana, there's one other case, and that's the uh, the state case that is being championed by uh, Hoosier Vapors and Evan McMahon, uh, and that thing is still making its attempt. Uh, so, uh, I, there's there's a whole bunch of politics that are going. I, I swear, uh, you know, the place for politics is not NBC, MSNBC. The place for politics and, and all sorts of craziness is Indiana. So. Uh, I guess there's some, some citizens, some Hoosiers in Indiana, which I will just consider hostages, uh, because that, that state has gone off the rails. Uh, and hopefully, uh, with some, you know, some, some judicial oversight that, uh, the people will be able to walk the streets again in safety. But right now, uh, Indiana is bad news. Uh, something like that. Uh, so my point being all of that stuff that has happened, uh, at Washington, uh, the state of Washington, uh, became highly punitive, and uh, so punitive that uh, a company that most people are familiar with, uh, one of the giants in the uh, in the e-liquid realm, um, Mountain Mount Baker Vapor, uh, has uh, has left the entire state and set up shop in Arizona. And so, uh, all of this stuff has happened, but it has not been the cascading effect that California does. So, California starts the trend, and it sweeps across the nation. It, it You cannot deny it. And so, all of you other people uh, from all the other states, uh, you know, uh, you, can, you can be from Texas and talk about your old Lone Star stuff and all that BS that Texas likes to do. It's, you know, it it's... Texas is junk compared to California. Uh, you can talk about Florida being a high populous state, and you know, Florida is junk compared to California. New York is junk compared to California, and you know, I've heard uh, this Patrick Reif guy, who apparently is now is uh, using his real name. So, uh, congratulations, Patrick Reif, from uh, the the. Uh, from the the vaping militia congratulations for being able to use your real name uh but he was like saying that uh people in california are crazy and 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 sort of you know terrible and all that stuff and and uh i don't know who was saying it. maybe it was somebody uh maybe i I also listened to uh to kevin skipper show i heard uh about 50 percent of uh, kevin skipper show if you want to listen to the kevin skipper show which has uh john uh DeLuco uh, is his name. forgot his name. Jeff DeLuco or something. Uh, DeLuco, and it also has uh, Mr. Green, uh, Mr. DeLuco, and Mr. Skipper are the three hosts of that. And uh, that's a good show if you want to listen to that. So i uh, got no problems giving them a pitch. But one of them was being uh, quite nasty uh, to uh, us Californians. And, and being a native Californian, I'm going to assert that all you other states are just podunk nothings. I'm I, maybe I'm being a little overly dramatic here but let's let's go back I was no no not even a maybe I was going this is a boring nobody likes obviously advocacy so when I get the the viewers that I you know, listeners that I do I, I I'm trying to juice it up so I was talking to somebody and they were complaining that I was uh being a, a little my my uh, my crazy analogies, as they put them. Ah, eh, well, I don't know. I'm happy with the amount of viewers, uh, listeners that I've got, uh, and so uh, I'm not sure whether I should change it or not. So right now, I'm trying to add a little juice into this mess uh, because it's a relatively boring topic that nobody's probably listening to. So. California sets the trend. Uh, There's a good example of Proposition 13. Uh, Now this is going back in your history books, folks. Now Proposition uh, 13 was what they changed the way that states would uh, would tax houses. And so what was happening is that they were readjusting the tax on the housing that you people bought. All the time, the property taxes. So say an old family uh, bought a house in San Francisco and then wanted to retire. And what happened is that the property taxes would just jump and jump and jump. And so, you know, granny and grandpa would then be forced out of their own literal home because they can't afford to stay in their home because the property taxes and their Social Security did not make their monthly nut. So that happened in California. And what they did uh, is that uh, California had the absolute, the best university system. And so some of those tax money was being used for good things back then. Uh, But what happened uh, was it passed. And then it was uh, Howard Jarvis and the Jarvis Association that started and that cascaded across the entire country the more or less it it became the new standard all the states adopted it and that became the big taxpayer fight back uh there's an atr campaign which i believe is a logical outgrowth of the proposition 13 then people should be known with paul blair from atr and stuff like that so uh there's plenty of things that the whole gay marriage stuff uh there's a lot of stuff that starts in california and sweeps across but let's let's be a little uh you know uh, let's not talk about politics skateboard culture the whole bloody skateboard culture that is across that started in california that's southern california the surf culture that's that's southern california again there's less things that come from northern california but but like it or not the lower 48 uh minus california like it or not uh what starts in California sweeps across the nation, and I can make a strong argument that if it weren't for the OC and uh, LA counties uh, and uh, the people in Newport, Newport Beach, Costa Mesa, and all the rest uh, in, the, in that little, what I'm calling the Silicon Valley of, uh, of vaping, uh, if, if that didn't exist... There, there would not be the cohesion in the stuff that that's coming across. Now, the one, the sort of interesting thing is that you got, you do have the people in the tri-state area that still do a lot of communications on, on the interwebs. So there's a lot of the, of the media, the vape media does still come out of the tri-state area you got uh you got after all uh, uh you know uh, kevin bowers who runs the uh uh you know his uh podcasting network you got uh, big lou you got uh you got uh you know uh, the vaping legion you got uh the, you got uh what is his name uh, vapor joe yeah. and, and you got a lot of people up in that area that that there is a lot uh you got dino uh, also from up there you got a lot of People that come out um, from that area—you got, you got your whole—a lot of New Yorkers out there. But they still, I'll tell you guys, you still don't start the trend. You guys will comment on it. You guys will say it's bullshit. You will boo the trend. You will boo it. But the trend comes out of Southern California and sweeps it. Just look at the car culture. Uh, you know, uh, Nissan has its design team in uh, Southern California. Toyota, all Honda, you know, all of the design teams are coming out of Southern California. All of the the dragsters and funny cars, you know, that used to be popular a long time ago. uh, Models used to be, kids used to assemble models of funny cars and all that stuff. Uh, The media culture, all of the stuff comes out of California. So to this guy uh, and the other guys and the money people that say that California just needs to take care of its problem because they have so many manufacturers in California. Absolutely, every single manufacturer needs to be working on this. Every single one in 74 days, the all of these companies uh, will ha- risk the chance of having a law that comes out and will affect their business to the point where businesses might need to start to leave the state, and uh, you know that means that you know New Mexico, Arizona, Nevada will be uh, the places where these uh, companies will will leave to, uh, and that's that's going to be harmful for the whole vape shop culture Uh, because the vape shop culture like it or not is mimicking the Southern California vape scene and uh, you know you, you see it on the social media it's just so I think I've made that point so the the people that are involved with businesses here need to do whatever they can. Now, the only thing that I'm aware of uh, that is being... There's two things that I'm aware of uh, from the vape side that are going on to fight this uh, Proposition 56. Uh, and and so, uh, before I leave the first, uh, the first item, there are people around the nation that are complaining that uh, California needs to solve their own problems. And what I'm telling you rather specifically is that if you do not help in California your problem that you thought was contained in california will be the contagion that sweeps across the nation so uh i don't know uh, all these vape shops in in uh, pennsylvania i don't know all these vape shops in uh in uh you know uh, chicago and uh And I do know the the guy that I'll tell you, I was about to say, and none of those guys panicked and panicked hard uh, before it came down. And so I'm just saying that this one, it's time to panic and the panic should be a national panic. If you want to see the flagship of the team be wiped out. Uh, then do nothing. Uh, stay off in New York and uh, twiddle your th- th- thumbs and throw up your e-liquids and put them up on whatever you know, site that you think is going to be able to flush the stuff into California that you can. And just, you know, you can hope for California to go down in, in a wreck of, uh, you know, and just a horrific mess. You can hope for that, but it will come back and get you. This, this contagion, if California is lost, will get you guys in New York. So you need to help, whether or not you have uh, an East Coast, West Coast uh, uh, hatred of the California vendors for whatever fucking reason you may have. You need to help. And so what I'm saying the, the way you need to help is you need to contact all of... Your friends and tell them that you want them to vote against Proposition 56 to do you a personal favor. So what I'm trying to do with We Vape We Vote uh, is to try and own the customer space. Now I'm not going to be in conflict uh, with uh, with. Uh, with the consumers I don't want the consumer space I don't want to be uh, uh, the consumer reports uh, of something I, I, I don't consumers are contained in CASA and that's fine I'm fine with that uh, and and CASA has very strongly said many times publicly and privately that they are, stay and they focus in on the consumer space I'm not going to uh, transverse that I don't need to but I do want to work with businesses and I do want to uh, be a, a, a player in the customer base. And so businesses have customers. Businesses, CASA uh, does not uh, roll up uh, businesses in into its organization. So I want to roll up businesses into uh, a WeVape, WeVote and be able to use that, those customers, uh, the, sorry, I want to be able to roll up all of the vape shops and all of the vape businesses Into some sort of organized, thuggish mob that can go and uh, brutalize and vote politicians out of office. That's the goal, right? Who wouldn't want that goal? And so uh, the way to do it is to uh, collect all of the different vape shops and uh, use... That the communication channel back to the vape shops to talk to the customer basis and to make requests of the customers. This is all fantastic stuff, you know, and this is stuff that I announced back. Uh, You can go and listen to a very old podcast. It's called Genius or Pointless, and it's done on ClickBang. It was done in... uh, In early November of 2014 where I laid out basically the entire structure of what via was going to be so it ain't changing uh, and it's still out there so this is what one of the three the three pillars uh, of the organization was going to be however uh, getting the cohesion uh, surprise surprise in the vaping world is not that easy the, to, to get donations in, or, or, or anything is, is absolutely incredible And then, and then the vaping industry just eats its own worse than just about anybody you've got people that are complaining about rip trippers they still do it. I, I don't even get it. Rip Trippers set up an organization that created, uh, you know, and he funded and helped out and was a key member. There was a couple other people. There was a, you know, I'm forgetting his name right now. Uh, uh but, uh, that, that there was a couple other people. I worked on the bloody thing too. That's why I take it personally. Uh, I helped out with it, uh, that got 40,000 signatures into the FDA. The next closest people that got signatures into the FDA was the entire vaping industry back in Kassaw. And Kassaw got about 2,000 letters into the FDA. So for all the bluster and for all the, all this stuff, when the rubber met the road, you know, Grip Trippers and team uh, got 20,000, uh, sorry, two, 20 times as many letters in than did Kassaw. They, uh, Free to Vape has, I don't know, I still think they have about uh, 30,000 testimonials. They had, Free to Vape still has the most testimonials, to my knowledge, than anybody else. They still are sitting on it. And Rip Trippers did that. So people are complaining about Rip Trippers. I do not know why. And then they say, well, look, uh, knuckle cream, uh, uh, knuckle cream what what the fuck is that i you know because he said that he uh was vaping so much that the uh pg uh was and and the other uh the vegetable glycerin that was wicking enough moisture off of his hands that uh he was finding that his hands were getting dried out because of the the water you know pg carries water it's a carrier of water it attracts water it binds with water it pulls water out of the air uh, and so he's blowing that shit on his hand and he finds that his knuckles get a little cracked, so that people are still bugging him about dry knuckles. Who I, I just don't get it. And and it's not it's it's not it's not even vapor viewers. People are saying, Oh, there's a lot of things that Rip should have done in this industry. For some reason at some point he put out a link to a, a vitamin product that he said that he liked. And I said back then, uh, I said, if any, anybody from California has never gone into a Trader Joe's and got the lecture about how these vitamins are going to help you out and, and do these miracle things for you, it's just a big yawn. Uh, for some reason, the vaping industry like took big giant offense to a southern boy with a big damn beard uh, saying that he takes his vitamins. Uh, I mean, that's the biggest rip that you got on Rip Trippers? That's it? And so maybe I don't know what the fuck it is. I honestly don't know what the fuck, but but here this week uh, Rip Trippers has has put out an effort that has gotten 120,000 dollars so far over to the AVA. And so even if you're trying to help the dang industry, you can you have a hard time you have a hard time getting people to pony up stuff. But when you do have people ponying up over years has a history of strong advocacy and I'm talking about rip trippers. Even when somebody does that, the industry and and the and the petty griping snots of Facebook are still ripping on rip trippers, are still complaining about it. And these, these Arrogant little schmucks, go on to Facebook and they go. Oh well, I don't really like Rip Trippers, and he has a lot to prove, and he has a lot to make up for. But I guess, I guess I'll say that this is too little, too late, and uh, I'll guess I'll accept that the fact that he's brought in a hundred and twenty thousand dollars begrudgingly, and uh, he's still an asshole. That's what these shit tards say on Facebook. Now, now, back in the olden days, if people wouldn't just say that stuff out loud without you know if you're going to say that shit use a fake alias but but people are put out this just sniveling just just sniveling snotty little baby whining fucking little crap cards on facebook these shithead you know just little maggot maggot little parasites that sit on Facebook and and they think that because they have a vaporizer and they vape that they're some sort of you know, uh, like wonderful person just because they fucking vape. And I tell you, there's a lot of smokers that are assholes and these assholes that smoked, that now vaped have not fixed their shit. The, the, the mere fact that they started vaping has not fixed their shit. So these these whiny crybabies come on and meanwhile Rip Trippers is like uh you know what, I don't think I want to go to these conventions uh, because there's a lot of a-holes over at them. Does anybody blame the guy? And so that's that's what I've seen uh, other people gripe on rip-trippers for, is that they say, oh, look, he doesn't, he, this is Kevin. Kevin uh, Kevin of VP Live is like, oh, well, uh, he should, uh, and maybe it was one of his guests, but I'm pretty sure it was Kevin. One, one of these guys uh, on VP Live, one of these, he was complaining that he didn't make himself a uh, rip trippers did not make himself available at these shows. And because he wasn't at these shows that, uh, that that was a bad thing. Now, do you think that, that, that you know, anybody, uh, you know, look at all the gr- grief that rip gets on the message boards and all this other stuff from, from these quote unquote, big time advocates, uh, and that, uh, and their followers and that, uh, you think he's going to go to a show and take all of that shit? Why on earth would he? So more or less, uh, the point of all this rant, and I'm trying to, I'm trying to, you know, turn up the rant to eleven because I've got not not much of a show this week. Uh, I've got uh, so if the, the the whole point of why you can't get anybody to do anything on advocacy, and then you got more people spending more time complaining about petitions than if they would have just filled out the petitions in the first place. And you've got all these people like, oh yeah, petitions don't work. Petitions don't work. And if you, uh, you know, uh, if you, uh, you know, read the Social Animal by Elliot Aronson, uh, which talks about, uh, you know, uh, cognitive dissonance and, and the foot in door technique. And then it has been shown that if somebody starts off with a small step, that they're more much more likely to start doing more things. That's how salesmen are trained, after all. And so if they start off with a simple survey, it doesn't mean and they'll never do it again it means that once they start that path then they will actually continue to be an advocate if they get positive reinforcement and instead of this industry giving positive reinforcement for anybody trying to do anything they they give negative reinforcement they 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 take a shit all over uh, rip trippers you know and then they have people that it's just a brave new world folks and uh you know Tonight I haven't had my dose of soma, but uh, maybe maybe I'm going to take the uh, maybe I'm going to go for the soma at this point uh, because it's bad. It's bad out there, folks. Bad, very bad, 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 very bad. Uh, so um, people have to help out California. That's the big news, uh, and so uh, I don't want to hear any grumbling. Uh, from people in New York that uh, California has enough money uh, to take care of this because this is not a fight for money. this is a ballot box fight. This is a fight for uh, using a, a you know a, a, a you know it's a battle for hearts and minds folks. We have to change their hearts and minds I hate that term uh, but uh, that's what it is. Uh, we have to get these people to vote against 56. And we need to be able to do it in a way that crosses party lines. We don't, we don't necessarily want to uh, embrace either one of the uh, two national tickets that are on the time. And so, it's going to be a real tough battle. And one of the things that you notice that they have done is that they put this on a election year, a national election year, it happens only once every four years, and uh, you know people don't vote that much. But they are going to be able to get a higher turnout in this year, so... There are going to be more idiots that are going to be voting at the ballot boxes than ever, uh, especially for this election, because they take it personal, because it affected, you know, uh, Donald Trump affected their television uh, on on NBC for a period of time with The Apprentice. And so people are, you know, either people like him or, or don't like him, but they, they have some sort of a personal affinity with uh, Mr. Trump. Uh, so there, it's going to be a high turnout, even in California. Now, for the rest of the people out there in the nation that don't seem to understand this, this, is that uh, elections don't matter in California for the most part by the time that the Californians the, the people that are working that they go to the ballot boxes after work by the time they do it for the last 30 years the national elections is already called we already know who has won the national election so there is really no point to voting because the election already done that's what California voters know and go into every single year so if you can make it a little bit more meaningful to your friends and your family and your acquaintances and to your customers by telling them if they just do this one thing if they go in there Voting no against Proposition 56, that they're going to feel the love, uh, that they're going to, that they're going to, you know, that it's, that's something that's important to you. That that's something that's important to their friends. That that's what they need to do. That will be tremendously helpful. So uh, to these people that are off, and I guess I'll just beat up on the tri-state area for the, for these for these jerkos uh, over uh, off in uh, in that parts of the world that are saying, ah, California can just save it themselves. Uh, if, 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 if you, lo- if we lose in California, it's gonna, it's going to be the wave that takes over the, the nation. And, uh, for anybody that has a clue to anything, and I would say just about every single vapor that is listening to this show and is involved on Facebook, everybody knows that they're going to come at us with taxes. And if the biggest state in the union falls, it's it, your state is going to be no match. Uh, they're going to walk in there and I've seen, I've seen, I've, I've been in attending live on, on, on city councils and state legislatures where they will say phrases like this, California just passed this. They were the first state in the union to do this and we don't want to get left behind. We also want to be one of the first states to pass this legislation that affects the health and safety of all of our patrons and saves the kids. We want to save the kids just as much as California did. Because smoking, you know it's coming. And I've seen them do that. If California falls, everybody's going to be playing catch-up, just like normal. That's what California does. That's what California used to do more of, but... uh, Here's the problem with California, is so many people from out of state, not from out of country, I'm not talking about that, I'm just talking about all these out of state people have come into California that they've ruined the state just by themselves. Just out of staters. You know. Out of state or citizens, nothing to do with Canada. All the f- people flooding in from Canada uh, into into California. I'm not, not talking about any of that. I'm just talking about these out of state twerps that come for the California dream and then screw up the city with their own bullshit that they infect California with. I'm trying to make this. I'm trying to make this. I'm trying to use some uh, some. Uh, Uh, hyperbole some flamboyance something to convey to you that uh all you jackasses in new york that are saying that let california solve their own problem that this is your problem and and you know that's what this little we vape we vote thing's trying to do but it's trying to do it it's here's the problem is that we vape we vote (laughs) it's it's uh it's uh it's a little fledgling it's a little tiny baby fledgling and it's not in time uh to do this for california so uh if people listen to my last show uh there was a, a serious interview with uh cynthia cabrera so let me change gears uh, there i've changed gears uh, there's a uh a serious interview with cynthia cabrera where we talk about proposition 56 i want to bring her onto the show uh i'd like to bring on the show every single week to get a daily status of this thing there's only there's only uh, 11 weeks left so uh next 11 shows i'd like to have her on and give an update and and talk about this tactically but uh there's a site called no on proposition.com it's interesting it's.com because the anti-site is yes on proposition 56.org uh and this thing is being funded by many different people not just big tobacco but there i said it it's also big tobacco is part of this mix i don't know what else to say other than uh you know i i'm not sure if if big tobacco makes a difference to vaping anymore and i'll go through that i mean uh on the national side they don't give a shit about the grandfather date because they have the resources to get past it. I mean, I listened to Bruce Nye who went on with the Plumes of hazard, and he maintained that the PMTA was going to be so costly that even Big Tobacco wouldn't wouldn't go and pursue that. I absolutely believe that to be false and not true. I believe that Big Tobacco has more than enough ample resources to get past the PMTA and they will actually be filing them. For Big Tobacco to be for, for Vapors to be worried about Big Tobacco affecting the grandfather date, either positive or negative at this point, they're not a player in the grandfather date. And I don't believe uh, if, if Big Tobacco was against the, uh, the grandfather date and the predicate date and all that stuff, I think I'd be looking at a much more powerful lawsuit by the big tobacco companies than I believe I've seen. I'll have to rack my brain, but I don't believe that there is a large, big, powerful lawsuit against the FDA's deeming by the big tobacco people. I know that there was one for a cigar that was black and mild uh, because they used mild in their name, and uh, they uh, walked over to the FDA, and they uh, did a a, a negotiation with them, and the FDA said, okay, uh, that's your name just so happens we're not going to care about your specific name that has been in place for the last 50 years uh and they they said that in a way that was not totally committal uh but it was enough uh to where the tobacco company knew they did it in a way that wouldn't set a precedent and uh and altria which i believe is the is the correct company uh dropped their lawsuit so they were being sued over that uh by ultra and they dropped that and then there was another lawsuit that was talking about uh what would cause a label to uh, changes to a label that would cause a uh, substantial equivalence uh demand by the fda to take place and the fda uh the fda lost that case and uh, if you look at the webinars, you can tell that they kind of thought they were going to lose that guidance. Uh, they, their guidance is kind of already assumed that that case was lost. I don't think they need to change their guidances or change the webinars, but they lost that. So besides that, the F, uh, the big tobacco companies, I haven't seen their big lawsuit against this stuff. They already lost the First Amendment when it came to the tobacco products. People are talking about the, the First Amendment issues for uh, for, uh vapor products i don't i think most people don't seem to realize that all those cases have been litigated and lost and the big tobacco companies already lost them and the fda is just gonna walk over and say we already won this with uh tobacco uh dear judge why do you think it's anything different than uh for vapor products it's not and so you can make the argument that you can't—that there's one single phrase that uh, the FDA likes to to use that says this product is not a safe alternative to uh, smoking cigarettes. You've pe- heard people say that all the time, but if I, I'm as I'm thinking off the cuff here. That, that is not required to be on vapor products. So we don't even have that one. We don't even have the FDA saying uh, this product is not a safe alternative to smoking. We don't even... Ha- that doesn't even apply to vapor. Uh, and that does apply, apply to smokeless tobacco, though. Uh, and so, uh, you know, the First Amendment stuff is not going to fly. So if... If Big Tobacco was going to be hammering on the FDA like everybody, uh, like like people think they should or whatever, they're just not doing it. So the Big Tobacco is not on our side regarding the grandfather date and regarding the predicate date, as Dimitri has said they were. They're definitely not on our side. They're also, from what I can tell, not against us either. They're just shutting up. I mean, they 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 know what they've got. They know, and I've used the analogy before, the poker analogy. They're the big stack, you know. They're willing to let a few hands, you know, go by and just not participate, in, and they're still in the game, you know. The, they're they're throwing their cards in on this one, and they're letting the other people play, and you know, maybe they're going to get a big jackpot out of it. They're just not participating, so they're not against us. They're not even in the game, uh, except you know, give, give them credit. This lawsuit on the labels has very positive effects for the vapor industry. So the vapor industry will, has benefited from the big tobacco lawsuit against the substantial equivalence for labels, for labels, fonts, colors. Uh, and so, but they're not working for us. And so the reason why I'm going into the whole big tobacco angle is because this group, uh, no, on Proposition 56, which is the only thing that has come out in a big way uh, against Proposition 56, uh, is if you go to the bottom of the site, it says funding comes from Altra and RJR, and then it, it lists uh, some other people. And apparently, the way they have to do it is that uh, the biggest companies have to put down who they are by law in California and they have to be listed. So you have to put it in descending order, just like ingredients on a can. Uh, And uh, so they're part of it. So when I talked about rolling out Via back in November of 2014, uh, that people were giving me grief because uh, I was saying I would be willing to work with Blue. I'd be happy to work with Blue. And I was saying that if Blue got their stuff through, uh, then... uh, you know then i would be able to uh help out with all these other I, I i wanted to uh what i said at that time is i wanted to to have you know uh, blue be the big you know big giant monster that breaks through the door and then you know all these little tiny vapor companies are just going to follow in behind it have a nice lord of the rings thing big giant blue breaks the door and then all these other things run run along uh the side of it uh, maybe a tree monster. That was a good, good part of that movie. Uh, so that, that they would be helpful, but people were pissed off that I would even say that and giving me grief because all after all it's blue and blue is owned by Lorillard and Lorillard is big tobacco and big tobacco are the people that lied to us and people that lied to us are trying to kill us. And now we won't do anything with them. Now I understand some of that, but what I said back then is how old are you? You're, you're 35 years old? You're 21 years old? How the fuck did, did Lorillard lie to you? Haven't you looked at those damn warning labels? Are you telling me that you were so much of a chump and a moron and an idiot that you weren't able to figure out that smoking was a hazardous thing to your health and that you were, you were rolling the dice with cancer and all the other stuff? How, how does a 21-year-old and a 30-year-old have the balls to say that they were lied to by Big Tobacco? And I, I, you know if, if you're talking about a 50 a year old, well shit, 50 year olds weren't lied to either. You have to be up in the 60 years old because they, they were, the whole big gigantic FDA report about smoking and all that stuff came out in 1964. Uh, and so if, if you are uh, you know if you, I mean you haven't been lied to uh, they told you. I mean it's it's a product that that will kill you and it has a warning label on the side of it says this product it doesn't say may cause cancer it's i'm pretty sure it says this product causes cancer it's it's an affirmative statement so you haven't been lied to so uh you know people were all up in arms about uh big tobacco and stuff so here i am i'm doing a lot of pre-work on this obviously i am getting ready and prepared uh To deal with all of these idiots and morons on Facebook, these, uh, you know, uh, Dudley Do-rights and all these other people that are are very much like the anti-vaping groups, but just on the pro-vaping side. Uh, They're the same jackasses, the same assholes, except they're on our side. Uh, so you have to figure out a way to be politically correct and, and say that and deal with that in public. You certainly don't want to have a podcast and just say that straight out because then people get upset at you and I, I wouldn't recommend that to anyone. Uh, not at all. Uh, so uh, I have to I'm getting prepared to deal with that this no on proposition56.com has, funding from multiple different entities. Not all of them are tobacco. Some are tobacco. And does that mean we throw out the baby with the bath water. Does that mean that all of these things are bad apples because it is associated with tobacco? Now you know full well that this is how the anti, the, the people, not the anti, the people that are for Proposition 56 have already loaded up this argument. Anybody that votes for Proposition 56, they are loading up to mess with the heads of all of these people uh, that if you don't vote, no. If that you are, no, I said that wrong. That they are making it for the people that that do vote no, to feel like they are tools, stooges, and playthings of big tobacco that has been killing us. So essentially, uh, you're going to be uh, part of what was her name? Uh, you're going to be uh, the the. They're going to make it sound like they are Aaron Brockovich and you, for voting against Proposition 56, are the evil corporation putting chemicals into the world, harming babies, children, and animals. And uh, that is the play that they're going to use. And that's a very strong psychological play. And, uh, you know, the millennials in California have been indoctrinated to this stuff over years and years and years. Uh, and so you know uh, that that's a big problem uh, that that this fight is going to be so they they are loaded to bear on this proposition 56 the chances of fighting and winning against proposition 56 i'm going to give it the odds of a coin flip right now if people in new york and people in florida and people in tennessee and people in ohio and people in washington if they do not help to support california the odds drop fast because there is a thing called social media and this is what We Vape, We Vote is attempting to do. However, again, we vape, we vote. It's like it's it's been on the drawing boards for uh, not very long now. Uh, the the concept was announced uh, in, in uh, twenty fourteen with Via, but it's it it doesn't have the most traction. Its funding is uh, piss poor, uh, and that bank account of mine is dropping as we speak. Uh, so the funding is poor, very very poor, uh, and uh, but enough to keep it going uh, to be in you know to keep it going at this point. So what's that, what that means is that uh, I, I don't have a solution for this at this point. All I can do is help and help as much as I can, and to which I will do. Uh, Wevape Wevo may want to own the customer space, but it certainly doesn't right now. Uh, companies, a whole bunch of companies have their own customer lists, and uh, what they're going to do with them is going to be something that I'll be trying to talk to them about, but for the most part if you're not listening right now i don't have a relationship with you so all that has been built up so the only thing that is really going to have the most bang for the buck right now and we don't need bucks we need votes the only thing that's going to get the most amount of votes and have the most play happens to be associated in some part not completely with Big Tobacco, and the California lawmakers and all the public health groups are ready to go at that. Here comes Big Tobacco again. So, I I know that uh, part of that campaign, which is separate from the tobacco companies, is being championed by Cynthia Cabrera. And so, if you don't know what Safada has done for you in the past and what it's done with the OMB and, and all this other stuff, you have not been listening to this show. But there I am already anticipating that there are going to be people that are going to go, oh my God, it's big tobacco. And they are, these people uh, that are vapers have the same weaknesses and exploits by the hackers on the uh, anti-vaping hackers. And... You know, you have to give it... you got to give it up. They've been messing with your heads for years and years and years. And, and uh, you know, they're, they're going to come out and they're, that, you know, there's a reason why they use Save the Children and uh, it works. And so uh, the, the same thing with Save the Children, which most people listening to this are immune to, are probably not fully immune to the whole big tobacco thing. So uh, I don't think that big tobacco... Is our friends at this point, and the biggest reason I think that is because I am trying to uh, work to keep the industry intact, and that's at the vape shop level. Uh, if if that the biggest thing to fight off big tobacco on a competitive environment, and that's what I was saying in the last show, we need to compete with big tobacco, and the way to compete with them, you need the vape shops, because. There's a world uh, that Dimitri talks about all the time that he thinks it's going. Dimitri says he thinks that the big tobacco companies are already in cahoots uh, with uh, the FDA, and that's, that's who wrote the regulations. So uh, that's what he said six, seven, eight, eight months ago that uh, Dimitri would say that uh, big tobacco wrote the, the deeming documents with, uh, with uh, big tobacco. FDA and big tobacco got together, and they wrote this to annihilate the vaping industry. And that's who created the final rule and after the final rule comes out, Dimitri changes his tune like like he very often does. If you if you have to listen to Dmitri uh, and I do I listen to him all the time. Uh, but it's it's very easy to hear if you keep track and you have a good memory and I got a good memory of how he shifts his position and claims that he's always right. And and it's a it's a tactic which I've identified before used by charlatans stock pickers and uh, and psychics and what they do is they make a ton of different predictions all at the same time and then the only time that they ever refer back to their prediction is when it comes true and so. Social scientists and psychologists have shown that people will forget bad news much faster than they forget good news, so all of those bad plays all of those bad predictions are are quickly forgotten and uh if you only if you go back and you play the tape and of only the ones that's that's how you do it so uh yeah uh i I think that uh that uh dimitri's often being a dick. That's the simplest way to say it. Uh, but he's got a good show, and I, I recommend everybody listen to it. Uh, so so here we are. We're at this point where I think that the, the next, and this is going ahead, that we, we need to fight this. We've got 11 weeks to go. And I can already see the quote-unquote vaping community cracking and crinkling and not coming together to fight this in California. And if people, uh, you know, you know, if there's a, a, you know, people that make e-liquids off in Timbuktu, uh, and and you know, they've got their whole thing, and they've they're they're using a giant vapes to sell into California, I mean, I can see the argument, like, yeah, California goes by the wayside, more more lunch for me, I'll just eat their lunch. That's not the way it's going to work. If California falls, the contagion will spread all the way across the nation. Um uh, and so there it is. That's uh fear, doom and gloom. Uh fear uncertainty and doubt. Uh that that is panic in the streets. That's mayhem. Uh that's uh I'm predicting a riot. Uh, and it, it's absolutely terrible. Now, I'll give you you know, uh it's terrible. I'll give you one part of good news here is that uh, a study came out today, which is what I'm calling the most significant study since the Royal College of Physicians, and that it has documentation of the nicotine uh, nicotine-using under 18 crowd, and that is about 20 percent. So 80 percent of people under 18, as documented by the gold standard of surveys, are not using. Are not using nicotine this is a higher number than i even thought that are not using nicotine and so i am going to make the argument right now all you assholes out there that have been attacking the whole cloud chasing culture you know a whole bunch of these people that that are that are just coming after cloud blowers cloud contests the whole vape tricks all these people are claiming that vape tricks and all this stuff well, isn't it ironic that today we get the study that shows that the attraction of those vape tricks because they are high volume vapors, because they are high, they are cloud chasers, because they're doing that stuff, that they need to use zero nick to play the games with the vape. So they can have all of the social pressures. They can have all of the social pressures of needing to to, to smoke. Uh or to vape and they're not using nicotine because the you can go out there and uh you know you you can uh you can be a uh, a skateboarder that doesn't do drugs uh you you can have a hobby that doesn't do drugs you you don't have to use that evil nicotine and so this The way I'm going to craft it and the way I'm going to use this on the chessboard is the most significant study out there. This is fantastic news. I put it in parallel with the Royal College of Physicians because the science is all in right now. I am more and more confident that my PMTA is going to go through and I still intend on getting it through first. Now people are saying I, I got some feedback from people that on, on Facebook they're like, uh, and some of them sent me nasty grams and and you know on uh, on Facebook where you have to approve. You know, it's, Facebook says, "Do you want to take a message from this person? Accept it or deny it." And they they actually show you the message, and it's like this really nasty, horrible. You know that people are saying, "You know, how dare I say that I'm going to be uh, first with this stuff?" Well, folks, I used to do, I used to manage, uh, you know, a production floor and and do uh and do things as far as uh improve efficiencies and uh we we called it statistical process control iso nine uh, nine thousand and one and whatever the different iso things uh that uh, you had to document everything in your factory and, and you do all this stuff and, and because the main thing is if you can't measure it you can't improve it so you have to measure 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 you have to have all these different metrics and all this other stuff and uh And then I I did some stuff with uh, like programming of that stuff. And then I would have to deal with programmers that said, look, you're only talking about uh, a 0.6% variance. And and I said, yeah, I understand it's only six-tenths of 1%, but we're using planning numbers here. We need to correct that because there's so much garbage in those planning numbers that if we can't introduce any bad things from our own internal calculations, you know, and so the point being is when I say that I am going to be the first person to get a PMTA is because that's the bloody goal that is the goal you don't you don't set a standard you don't you don't set a benchmark to compare yourself against you don't say i'm going to be the 50th person to get a pmta that's not the goal you do you do the goal that you're going to be first so that's i'm sure i might fall short on it but i'm not gonna you know to this asshole that was telling me how dare i say that my goal is to be first well of course your goal is to be first you don't you don't you know uh try to be uh you know number three number five you you try and do it so uh, that's the game plan folks uh i do intend on doing that and so this data uh from uh from this study is going to give me more usage demonstrable that i can show it to the fda and so the next thing to do is to talk to the fda which i will do I've been delinquent on that, I've had a meeting scheduled with them that I (laughs) scheduled uh, 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 four months ago, and uh, I haven't actually uh, fulfilled it at this point. I have the agenda written and so if the FDA is listening to this, I sure hope you had uh, your headphones on. But I, at this point, I am moving forward with the meeting. I, uh, that's a heads up uh, to the folks over there, uh, Jennifer, etc. cetera. Uh, very nice people. Very nice people, these people at the FDA. I like them all. They're lovely people and they've never done me any harm. Uh, they've they've always been cordial and nice to me. And I watch their webinars. They are very informative. And uh, I mean that in, in, with sincerity. that there are things in those webinars that uh, people are just ignoring. And so I did listen to part of Kevin's show uh, on, uh, from Sunday. He was going through all of these different things in the in the webinar. And I have to say, there's some good information in those webinars. Now, I definitely disagree with some of the things he's saying, but some some of the things that uh, Kevin and the whole roundtable talking about what the FDA was doing. And the bigger problem, bigger than the FDA, was the it was the rank amateurist, you know just noobish legal advice that was being dispensed by uh by Shell Hamill, uh, Cap O'Rourke, and Safada? Uh, Kevin was all up in arms that uh, he stopped selling coils, and then he finally realized that the information that Safada gave him was so darn bad that uh, he was going to uh, he was going to uh, not listen to Safada anymore and actually start selling coils again. Well, if he would have been listening to this show, Kevin would have realized that he never had to stop building coils. So, it's good. You know, I kind of... Uh, I don't know. I thought he was listening. I thought he was sampling, at least, my shows. Kevin doesn't listen to any of these shows. So, uh, I, I feel hurt. Uh, but at the same time, I feel hurt. Uh, it's upsetting. Uh, this is very bad for me. Uh, but, at the same time, hey, you you jackass, Kevin. You should have been listening, because you wouldn't have been losing your customers left and right. He also said on this show, and this—I'm this, not sure if I, he's being serious or not—that that customers that he wants, he wants Kevin over in Connecticut is selling samples for ten cents, all you, all you can eat, all you can eat samples, ten cents. And uh, then uh, he's saying that customers are turning around and walking out of the store when they find out that they have to f- pay ten cents. I don't believe him. I believe he's just being flamboyant uh, again, you know, normal Kevin stuff. I think he's just joking around. He's, it's a laugh or joke, but if that's the truth, if he's turning away five, 10, 20 customers in a week for not wanting to pay 10 cents, then, uh, my theory, uh, that a lot of people are idiots and don't carry around cash in their pocket. Uh, is, is true. They don't want to do a transaction for 10 cents. I, I don't I can't believe that they would turn around. So either he's being serious or not. but what he was being serious about is that he was reser- refusing service to older folks, people in their 60s uh, and not building them coils. and now he's corrected that. So uh, that's the show. Uh, and uh, here's the here's the uh, here's the song that absolutely uh, I've got this one. I know this is the right one. Uh So I'll, I'll play this. May, well, no, actually, I want to play the wrong one first, but it's kind of how I feel. And there'll be, I'll play about 30 seconds of this one, and then I'll go to the, the song that really is the, the epitome of this show that was tonight.
0: Every day I love you less and less. It's good to see that you've become obsessed. I got to get this message through the press.